0: And watch, welcome to another edition of What About Now with Darren and is Ted still here?
1: What about now? Yes I am.
0: Oh, he is still here. Now you uh you were you were down for the count for a while, my friend.
1: Yep, the count's up to like eight and I'm like like rocky, trying to get up my knees are weak and I'm trying to claw my way back up. You know.
0: Yeah, I I I, I hear you, uh you wanna tell us uh, what happened to you? This last couple of weeks, uh, we the the last podcast we did was a little delayed coming out, and it's been a little bit of a break since then. Uh, what? what 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 happened?
1: Well, you uh, you've heard the phrase uh, speaking too soon because last podcast I said the last podcast was on a Thursday, and I got sick on a Wednesday, and so on Thursday night I was like, hey, you know, I started feeling a little bit bad la- the night before, but it didn't really hit me that hard. And so, like, it was the next day, and, you know, I'm still doing okay, and I imagine I'll be over this fairly quickly. So that was, like, the day after it started. And, like, the couple days after we did that recording, I took a complete nosedive, and I felt like absolute shit. And this is the third week anniversary. Today is the third week of my sickness. And I finally, I finally, this morning, I woke up, and I felt almost like my old self this morning. Not quite a hundred percent, but I woke up and I'm like, wow, this is what it feels like. This is what it feels like to like, not feel good. Because let's 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 face it. In my mid 40s, I don't know if I'm ever gonna wake up and feel good. But I don't feel terribly bad like I have in the past three weeks. So. I feel
0: almost normally shitty. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm asking looking the I, I'm at the appropriate level of shittiness today. Yes, the appropriate
1: level of shittiness. Not I don't want to be any extra shitty, just like the normal level of shitty. So right now so, I'm still a little congested. Um, have a cough drop in my mouth. I try not to let it show up on, on the recording, but um yeah, I definitely I spoke too soon because man, I just took a dive, like right after we recorded our last podcast.
0: Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see you're back. I, I'm glad I didn't have to add you to the In Memoriam section of our, of our podcast. Oh, wow.
1: Well, I'm glad that, I would make the In Memoriam. At least it's... Yeah.
0: That, you would have made it. You would have made it. And you know what? I wouldn't have done a rapid-fire In Memoriam. I would have <laughs> spent time on it for you, buddy. Um, <laughs> At least three and a half minutes.
1: But I assume that you would have found out my cause of death and they made fun... So I'm going to make a crude... Um, Crass joke about my cause of death, right? Oh yeah, no doubt, no, no doubt.
0: love Vern
1: Troyering us, If you ever want to have some fun, man, go onto the internet, and and look up different colors of bodily fluids. It's like, if you ever want to phone fun, like, hey, what does it mean when my urine is such and such color, or what does it mean when my phlegm is a particular color? So I actually was doing that Googling, because I had yellow phlegm, green phlegm, brown phlegm, clear phlegm, and, um...
0: This, I, and, this sounds like the worst bowl of Lucky Charms ever.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man... Yeah, there's nothing lucky about uh, Queen flannel. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Brown, yeah, actually, yeah. The, the one you really want to avoid is brown because brown is like dried blood, according to IHopeIt'sTrue.com,
0: <laughs>
1: otherwise known as Wikipedia. <laughs> um, but like, man, just I really took a look at that. I got like a, I got a science infection, and I uh, had to go to the doctor. And my, my wife and I, it's cool because we share. We have the same primary. Uh, care physician, so like, and my wife is sick. So like, my do- my wife and I were like doing joint doctor's appointment. That's always fun. It's kind of amusing. Like you just both go to the doctor at the same time, both sit in the office at the same time. We take turns sitting on the little, the little reclining, you know, table, whatever.
0: So she <sighs>
1: she got it. I got it. We both had. Uh, so but like,
0: no 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 HIPAA laws to protect you. <laughs>
1: Um, I think we're already exempt from HIPAA because we're married. Is that the case?
0: No, no. I believe HIPAA protects you, even from family.
1: Really, huh?
0: Yeah, I believe so. I am not a lawyer. I couldn't tell you that for 100%, but I believe you... Nobody gets to know about your personal health unless you want them to. Well,
1: clearly we wanted to because we allowed each other to be in the room.
0: Yeah, well, obviously you waived that right, so... Yeah,
1: but, uh... Yeah, so that was fun. So I had, like, a horrible science infection, and,
0: um
1: oh, man, just, the worst part is just your, man, my energy level has just been drained. I mean, um I could have gotten the podcast up sooner, because I had the recordings, I had everything I needed, I just didn't have the energy to do any post-production for, like, an <laughs> extra week. It was, oh, my God. Yeah,
0: Well, that's quite understandable, my friend, so, it does oh, he here- really feels like putting together two uh, conversations into one to make a uh, enjoyable podcast for all of our listeners.
1: Um, I really didn't feel like doing anything. I just said basically my will to live was just like on a scale of one to ten. It was like a two and a half. I was just like, oh, well, the, man.
0: Well, the good news is being a Dolphin fan, you've had practice for that over the last 15 years ouch. or so. Oh, so.
1: ouch. Oh, man. Speaking of, speaking of which, it's a perfect segue to, I wanted just to do a little, it's not really a correction, but um, I wanted to bring up a fact, we were talking last podcast about um, Jews in the NFL, I yes. did a look up, I did a look up, and one particular name popped out that really caught me by surprise, and seeing as how we're both Dolphin fans, you will be intimately familiar with this guy, give me, throw hey. a... Th-
0: I, you know what? I did the same thing that you did. Oh. I want to see if we thought of the same person. Now, I'll, I'll, let me just preface this, okay? I'm going to ask us to do something, but let me preface this to the audience. We have not had this discussion until right now. We so, have not
1: had the discussion. We no, both been barely researching we not, on no. our own.
0: Yeah, we did re- this, researching our own, and a name popped out to me as well. So I'm going to count to three, and we're wait, going to wait, say wait. the name at the same time. Hold on
1: a second. Now, hold on a second. Let me just throw out this question. Is it a person who doesn't have a Jewish-sounding name? Yes. Is it a person who has another ethnically-sounding name? Yes. Yeah, I think I know where you're going.
0: Uh-huh. So we're going to count to three. I'm going to count to three, and after I uh, count to three, we're going to say the name at the same time. Are we going to say I the full name or just
1: the last name?
0: The full name.
1: Okay. Hey, wait, wait wait, Hold on a second. Le- the lethal weapon rules where we go one, two, three, then we do it, or do we say it yeah. on three? Yeah,
0: it's one, two, three, name. Okay.
1: You, you, you do the one, two, three. Okay.
0: Okay, ready? One, yep. two, three. Greg Camarillo. Greg Camarillo, exactly.
1: <laughs> Greg Camarillo is the, the, hero, the hero of 2007.
0: Yes, for, for all you non Dolphin fans, uh, there was a year that Greg Camarillo caught a touchdown pass in overtime against the Baltimore <coughs> Ravens, and they won the game. Now, why is that important? Because it was the only game the Dolphins won that entire season. They went 1-15. And, and,
1: and it's important because I want to bet against you.
0: That's correct. You did.
1: You had to take a picture wearing uh, paraphernalia from every other team from the AFC East.
0: Yep, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Patriots, Bills. Yeah, I did. That and the hurts. Jets. Yep. That hurts. Yes, that did.
1: Um so, so let's see. So, yeah, so our interesting fact, our interesting fact, uh, interesting Jew fact, there you go.
0: Greg Camarillo is Jewish. He's, wow, a, a man who does really one thing, is is Jewish, does one thing, and saves a bunch of people because he did it. That's, uh, that's a story I've never heard before.
1: Like what, Hanukkah Harry? What, what are you talking about?
0: Moses. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jesus. <laughs>
1: I guess, I mean technically I mean Josh, I'm, not where, fami- I'm not familiar with this Jesus guy. Moses, yeah.
0: Where but, would you uh, rate where would you rate these Jews as far as history goes in saving people? Moses, Jesus, great camarillo.
1: Well, I mean, there's this whole thing about uh um, you know, Jesus saves you. So are you, are you including like the concept of like Christianity how oh Jesus saves your soul sort of thing? are you, are you talking about that?
0: Absolutely, why not?
1: Okay. Then probably Jesus,
0: yes. Okay, Jesus first. So who's yeah? The then as, as
1: you mean as opposed to like Moses leading the Jews out of out of Egypt. Yeah, So that's the question: is well, ha, were there more Jews that Moses was saved at the time, or are Christians alive today? And just just strictly based upon like the the population and how it grows, I would say there's many more people alive today, you know, Christians alive today than Jews alive in the time of the Pharaohs that were saved by Moses. Just strictly because like. Like, in my lifetime, I've seen us go from, like, you know, five to seven billion or whatever, you know?
0: Right. You know, I would have to say that, you know, I would probably rank Moses ahead of Greg Camarillo, but they do have another thing that's significant. They had that one moment where they saved people, but yet things didn't really improve and kind of went downhill from there afterwards.
1: What, what was that moment?
0: Oh, for for the... Uh, for. The history of the Jewish people after yeah, yeah. leaving Egypt—it hasn't been really that great.
1: <laughs> it's not. Uh, if you watch the news this week, it hasn't been too great either.
0: But, uh, yeah, it's yeah. just. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't. know how yeah, to discuss ouch. that. That's that's.
1: Um, you want me to? You want me to take this one? What?
0: Um, Okay, I'm gonna pose a question. We'll get off the Greg Camarillo stuff. Before here.
1: okay, before we get to your stuff, because like and just like we're just bouncing around. Like I totally talking about saving, I totally forgot. I don't know if I, I don't I think it happened in the past three weeks, but like I had a um a Christian lady come to the door, like a, like a, what do you call that? I don't know what, what faith she what, was or, that Jehovah's or Witness or Mormon I don't know or? which I don't know which denomination she was, but she was clearly a a Jesus person okay. at the door. Okay. And um Um, so we haven't discussed this,
0: right? No, no. Was it Greg Camarillo? Was it Greg Camarillo?
1: It was not Greg Camarillo, unless Uh Greg has gone through a transition.
0: Hey, I support his choice, no matter what it may be.
1: Absolutely. But, um, I'm pretty sure it was not Greg Camarillo. It was a woman, with her, like, young son. And, um, I mean, just, I don't like solicitors and advertisers, um, in general, Especially ones who might come to my house. Like I've like I've yelled, I've like not I, I don't I don't ever lose my cool and curse people now. But I will yell. I'll like I'll like be like all British about it and me, like yell in, in a very polite way, like just leave my property right now. Get off my but I, I won't actually ever um drop to like cursing, you know. I, I right. haven't ever been to that point where I'm actually yeah. using foul language. I mean I use fucking foul language all the time, but I would never like curse at somebody with foul language. Except maybe my wife, you know
0: yeah
1: <laughs> but like somebody on my doorstep I might like get irate but I'll, I'll, I'll never com- or like someone no, somebody on the like maybe you're, you're talking to your cable company or somebody your credit card company and you're really pissed off I'll never lose my cool enough I use foul language with this people. No, yeah I'll get just... I'll get upset and I might even raise my actually I never even raise my voice. I usually use a stern and I'm like very slow and like I use big words. <laughs> And I'm, I'm, like, very analytical with them, like, trying to out-debate them or whatever. But, like, I'll never, like, lose my cool with them. Okay. Anyway, anyway, so, like, the Jesus lady comes to the door. And, like, again, I'm annoyed. And she's, like, I'm, like, she, her opening, so her opening line was, and I knew who it was. As soon as I saw him, like, I know this is a religious person. Okay. And her opening line was something about, are you interested in finding, like, the secret of happiness? And my my direct response was, oh, Actually, actually, I I opened with, I okay, yeah, what, what is, what are your you, what do you, okay, I didn't know she was a religious person, I was like, yeah, okay, hi, yeah, what are you selling? And she says, are you looking for the key to eternal happiness? I was like, we're Jews. I absolutely just opened with, look, hey, we're Jews, thanks <laughs> a lot, and I closed the door. <laughs> absolutely. And like, hopefully she's learned by right now, you just, you you're not going to make any headway with us, and we'd love to argue. So,
0: yeah. Oh, and again,
1: I wasn't i wasn't really rude. I was like, oh, yeah, look, we're Jews. Thanks a lot. <coughs> also, you see that little thing hanging on the door? Just FYI. It's called a mezuzah. My wife made me put it up. Um, it's, it's to mark our presence when the Nazis come to round us up. I, don't, I don't really don't know why we mark our presence. I really don't get
0: that. <laughs> you're it considerate? I don't know.
1: It just makes it easier for them to find us. But uh, for the mob, I guess if you don't have all the... I assume if you have the records of the names, you can find us. But like, yeah. let's say you're just an angry mob with pitchforks and torches and and are like i don't know either you're looking for frankenstein who by the way that sounds pretty chewy
0: <laughs> it's frankenstein <laughs> it's
1: frankenstein Well, actually technically it was the the monster right cuz yes. the doctor was frankenstein exactly and it was a frankenstein's monster so you're either looking for fr- the the monster or you're looking for Jews and you have your pitchforks and your torches and you're just looking for the blitzes right but like look uh, f y you know a little if we have any Christian listeners that like to knock on people's doors. Just an FYI. Well, first of all, number one, we'll take any listener. Number two, we actually, it would be more interesting to have you as a listener, Prime, because it would make for a lively debate. Oh, that would
0: be but, great. That but, would be great. But uh,
1: just look, look for the mezuzah and just move on, okay? You're <laughs> saving, you'll save everybody some time. You'll save your time. You'll save our time. Everybody.
0: What's the old Louis C.K. joke? Never identify yourself?
1: Yeah, it's great. He's like, are there anybody here from... Ken- Connecticut. Okay, well come on. Yeah, round them up. Take Burn to them the all, fir- burn them all. <laughs> take them to the burning room. Exactly.
0: Never identify yourself. Never identify yourself. Yeah, that's
1: it. In case in case they're here to round us up.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: But uh
0: So do we so want to segue this into the Israel discussion?
1: Yeah, sure. Wanna I mean go go ahead. You start it. I mean
0: Okay. Um Am I anti-Semitic <coughs> if I don't like Benjamin Netanyahu and think that this is overly no. aggressive and hurts any chance for peace?
1: No, don't don't be fooled. Don't be fooled by the line where Jew says, "Well, if you're against Israel or you're against a particular leader, that makes you anti-Semitic," because that's just bullshit. Okay. The mo- most most you know, there's plenty of people against Netanyahu, and there's plenty. Of I'm not against, against. I'm
0: not in against Israel. And well, I no, but there's also plenty of people that
1: are against that are against their policies towards the Palestinians, and a lot of them are actually Jews, and a lot of them are actually Israelis. So, you know. right,
0: I, I'm not. I'm definitely not against the state of Israel, and I understand the precarious situation that they're always in. There are a lot of people that like to say they chant death to Jews, that kind of live next door. So, I, I understand. That's usually, usually death I understand to if I. got... If I came home every night after work and my neighbors were in the front yard going "Death to you, motherfucker! Death to you!" I'd probably be packing heat and be having an itchy trigger figure as well. Well, so what I, I would I,
1: say, well, what I would say is, fine, I'll be a little more vigilant about taking the trash can in after <laughs> trash day. Jesus, let it go.
0: Yes, but then again, I also might not start building a, a, a shed on their property. <laughs> <laughs> i might i might do things like that as well
1: <laughs> keep
0: expanding my property line and building my fence a little bit further into their front yard like a like a, like a
1: privacy fence yeah. yeah i think we need a big privacy fence <laughs> fence but on our property but the divides property and uh yeah maybe a little maybe a gazebo oh i think maybe a gazebo in the in the neighbor's yard yeah yeah
0: i i'm just yeah. i just i just i don't understand. What this move does for anybody outside of make Israel very very happy and make Trump say, "See, I keep my promises." And Are make, you talking about, and, the, you're and, talking about the embassy? Yeah, the embassy itself, and make the evangelicals go, "Yay, we're one step closer to Armageddon."
1: And then the you know the the response, the Israeli response to the protests. Is basically just like, and I read it, and they were like, "Well, we were shooting for their legs, and sometimes we miss." That was like, li- like literally, like the things I've been reading. Like, obviously, they were, you know, they were using tear gas and rubber bullets, and then like, oh well, after that, we'll just shoot at people's legs, and ho- hopefully, we hit their legs. And I mean, um, uh, yeah.
0: But what it also does is, it does hurt the United States' troll in any future peace talks that might go on there you know this, this completely and totally undermines any progress we may have made under the Obama administration and I'm not certain how much progress we actually did make you know it, it seems to me like Middle East peace is one of those things that might be intractable, might, we might never accomplish that that the, the religious fervor behind everybody's beliefs will ever keep that from being a, a, a reality but I know for, I know for certain that this ain't gonna help, and it certainly yeah, looks I like mean, it's hurting.
1: At, at some point, at some point, um, you got to say, you know, you know, what you're doing to peaceful protesters is, you, you, you know, you just can't be capping fifty people. Um, there, there's got to be a better way, and there ha- there has to be some sort of repercussion, you know.
0: Right, right. But there's not going to be. So.
1: Well, Natalie Portman did uh, pull out of her Jewish uh, Nobel Prize or whatever it was.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. And there you go. So there's that. They pissed off Queen Amidala. So.
1: Um. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just a big shit sandwich. Uh,
0: okay. okay. Like I said, uh, I w- I did want to address that, but you know want to tread lightly a little bit, or at least try to be open-minded and aware to the situation that Israel finds themselves in every day.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, you just can't um, unconditionally support one side or the other, you know? Exactly. But hey, I don't have the answer. Do you?
0: Well, no, I mean, you, you can support one side over another, I guess, but you can't unconditionally condone acts of violence and murder when no. that when there are other methodologies that could be used to to address the situation.
1: Uh, I mean I guess they were they were trying to Palestinians were trying to like climb the wall and enter Israel. But like they said that they were unarmed, right? And there it was a peaceful protest. I don't know, so like there's the
0: if, if they climb over, then you arrest them when they get on the other side, you detain them for a while till they calm down, and you put them back over and ship them back over. What's so hard about that? If they're unarmed, let them climb the wall, let them come to your country, security grabs them, taser them if you have to, you subdue them, you detain them, you hold them for a few hours till the situation blows over and tempers calm down, and then you tell them when you take them back and you deport them.
1: And I, and I suppose, I mean, at, at, I guess at some point you have to. You would have, I mean, like so. What if that didn't work, and then they were across the wall, and then they kept getting further and further in? Then what do you do?
0: That's a, if that if it if it's to the point that it's an invading army, then yes, you have to do what you have to do to keep the invading army out. But I don't think fifty or hundred protesters, unarmed, are an invading army. Hmm. But that also, you know, the response is one thing. But let's look at also the cause. Why did the United States do this? What was the purpose of doing this? It, you know, if 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 we really have a president that is saying America first, well then, an America first ideology should be what keeps America and Americans safer. And by but you doing know what, Darren, this, but you, you can't. the other. Pre- But the other presidents, Obama, Bush, and Clinton, they've all waived this clause. This was passed in the mid-90s to move this embassy to Jerusalem. It's all been passed by by every succeeding president because of, quote-unquote, security concerns. So, again, exactly. What does this move do for America?
1: Uh increase our divide with all the other countries that are condemning the israeli actions um and my sort of whole point is that it doesn't it doesn't matter in that th- this move is just a reminder of the situation and r- the, i don't think that the palestinians were protesting the embassy so much as the entire situation
0: yeah no no I you know
1: the whole situation it's just this is just one thing to sort of like to inspire them to say hey let's do something let's protest so i mean you know the the move was useless i mean you had to tread lightly it's like when the u.s there's you know it's called diplomacy treading lightly you got you you try not to piss off all sides and like this whole weird thing with uh you know the, the with with the relations with Turkey and the um, the Armenian genocide. you know about that?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. We've we've for years never acknowledged that Turkey's committed genocide against the Armenian people. Uh,
1: and how we, the U.S. is afraid to even call you know call it by that name to piss off an ally. By the way, a little shout out to my genocidal uh, brethren. A little shout out to the Armenians yeah. from but, a from a Jew. You know.
0: But the funny but the funny thing is that
1: I fully recognize your genocide. By the yeah. way. Yeah.
0: That, that that doesn't even seem to be an issue for for America anymore, as far as pissing off Turkey. Because this move pissed off Turkey as well. Turkey denounced the whole moving oh, the yeah. embassy to Jerusalem, and we're like, yeah, we don't care. So, but we weren't the only country to do it. Did you see that today? Another country followed the United States into Jerusalem and set up their embassy uh, there.
1: Was it? It was like Ecuador or, or South it America. Kind of it was Guatemala. It
0: was Guatemala. Guadal- yes. I, I, was yes.
1: I want to say Central American country
0: we've, we've been joined by the powerhouse of Guatemala In the city of Jerusalem
1: Don't insult our Guatemala listeners, please
0: I didn't insult our listeners I called them a powerhouse which <laughs> I th- you, uh, I There don't was think, no tinge
1: of sarcasm in that
0: I don't think any Guatemalan listeners would disagree With the fact that on the world stage Guatemala is not a powerhouse that's just um, that's just an observance of fact
1: <coughs> I'm going to look up some real quick because uh, yep yeah, okay so maybe tell me if there's something you knew or you did not know about a particular scene in Star Wars and a Guatemalan connection okay does this ring a bell: Let me see. So you know how um, at the end of Star Wars, how they were in the Rebel base and they were like they showed like a pyramid. Okay. That, that was yeah, a shot I'm, from a temple in Guatemala.
0: Oh, I did not realize that.
1: Oh my God! A yeah, Star Wars fact you didn't know. I did. So I figured you've all, and so actually, because a former coworker of mine is Guatemalan, and we're talking okay. about Star Wars. He said that he was, um, you know, a lot of his, his friends or whatever, um, or or people that he knew Guatemalans growing up. We're fans of Star Wars because of the inclusion of that site, because of that scene in Star Wars. So, lest you make fun of the powerhouse of Guatemala, Guatemalans are a huge supporter of the movie Star Wars.
0: Does that, I, again, I didn't make fun of the, the people in Guatemala. I acknowledge the fact that Guatemala is not a world power. <laughs> they are not a powerhouse. They are not a world superpower. Okay. I, would, would would I be upsetting the people of Tunisia if I said the same thing? That Tunisians are not a world superpower? I
1: think you just have a history of like offending people every episode. Be it little people, or <laughs> Guatemalans, or whoever it may be.
0: I think I say things perfectly fine, and you try to twist my words to portray me as some type of politically incorrect, horrible monster. I think I uh, think... I, I think you, sir I think you I think you are fake news <laughs> You are fake news Look,
1: look, look this, is what I'm, this is what I'm angling for I want you to apologize to gu- Little people from Guatemala No <laughs> Who have contemplated suicide
0: Well, if I was you, a little If I was a little person in Guatemala I, you know <laughs> I might consider it myself
1: Ah, we might need to, uh, post a little note on Facebook about all the groups that you've defended. Please, please do. Uh, let's see, little people, Guatemalans, um, people who committed suicide.
0: But, at least we've established I'm not anti-Semitic. It's early. <laughs> yeah, it's so early,
1: we still got at least a half a podcast to go. Yeah.
0: But I also, I remember, I have a pass some point this year. I get a free one.
1: You get a free one for a joke, not for a... You, there's a difference between a joke, a Jewish joke, and, like, uh, the Holocaust was, was fake. There, there, there's a whole <laughs> world of difference between the two. You know, good-natured ribbing versus, like... Uh, yeah, sure, it wasn't six million.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <clears> okay. <throat> Just keep that in mind.
0: I understand. I understand.
1: Okay. As my as my brother Greg Camarillo once said. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that pass that I caught?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that was awesome, Greg. <laughs>
1: yeah. Now uh, yeah. Anyway, so what else is going on? I'm just looking at my notes here. What, what else are we gonna talk about you still do you wanna talk more about the whole Gaza thing? Because we're not solving anything. <laughs> No, I mean, no. You got yeah. anything else?
0: No, I... I it, it just, to me, it, it goes into this whole... This whole week of American foreign policy taking front and center stage and the divide we have in our country on on the approach we take and, and how it's received. And, you know, the right is extremely happy <coughs> right now that this move was made into Jerusalem, that the Iranian uh, nuclear arms deal was... Torn to shreds. Um, oh yeah, that one. But apparently, you know, we can break that deal, but we we should expect Trump to negotiate a great deal with North Korea. You know.
1: Well, here's the funny thing: is that there was like there was like hope about an agreement with North Korea for like about two days, and the latest thing from like yesterday was like, yeah, it turns out if we want them to denuclearize, then no, but did they did they cancel they canceled the uh, South Korean summit? Is that did I read that correctly?
0: Yeah. What happened was there is joint military exercises between the United States and South Korea that happen pretty much all the time. And the newest scheduled ones are going to happen. And North Korea is stating, hey, look, this negotiation isn't a one-way deal. It isn't a, we just denuclearize and that's it. It was an agreement, you know, we want an agreement where you stop working together in an aggressive manner. and." You know, the United States is like no. Well, these exercises go on all the time. It's nothing new. This is scheduled. We're going to go ahead and do it. And so right now, North Korea is walking away from South Korea, and also saying that the uh, June Singapore summit is, is at risk as well. So, so yeah. the hope we've, for we've gone, Korean
1: peace. Well, that yeah. was only like a couple yeah. days.
0: Yeah, the the uh, they might want to put that uh Trump Nobel Peace Prize back on the shelf for now. It's definitely not a dumb, done deal, so... Whew.
1: <laughs> uh, I guess the bright side would be that I really wouldn't have to give credit to Trump for anything, right?
0: Um, well, you might have to give him credit for starting a nuclear war, but hey. That's Is that really like table.
1: credit, or that's more like blame? <laughs> I'll That's a blame. I,
0: I, there's people in this country that would say that was the right thing to do. <laughs> now pass me the glowing cabbage.
1: Mmm, glowing cabbage. Mm-hmm. Sounds delightful.
0: It does.
1: I would uh, like to make coleslaw out of that glowing cabbage.
0: <laughs>
1: well, since I happen to mention Greg Camarillo, uh, it's only fitting that we transition to maybe our next topic, which is let, let's just say, I bet that you're very interested in this topic.
0: Okay. Any I, thoughts? I w- any hints? Um, are we talking about Stormy Daniels again?
1: We're talking about a landmark Supreme Court decision.
0: Oh, okay. I'm very interested. I think I know where this is that, going, yes.
1: That, did you hear about the fact that the Supreme Court basically legalized sports betting?
0: Yes, yes. It is no longer... Illegal and the federal level. Now it still allows the states to make that decision for themselves, correct?
1: It still allows the states to set things up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but in the state of Florida, where casinos are becoming more and more uh, prevalent, I would expect to see sports betting at the Hard Rock Casino by football season.
1: <laughs> so I can imagine it'd be quite fun in, in Denver because, like, now you can you can bet your buddy, like. I don't know, like an ounce of weed that the Broncos will win, right? Because there you go. It's like, oh, you could have like a pool. You could have a football pool and the the prize is, is weed, is marijuana, cannabis. How how fun does that sound?
0: That sounds great. What's left? Prostitution. That's all that's left.
1: Prostitution, assisted suicide. What else? What yeah. else we got?
0: Um, stronger drugs.
1: I don't think we're quite ready for that yet. No. But like the whole, you know, decriminalization and treatment versus incarceration, right? Yeah.
0: Exactly. Uh, it's an approach that places like Portugal have taken.
1: Like if you bust somebody, you don't send them to jail, you send them to treatment.
0: Exactly. And it is, they're finding it to be very successful. <coughs> but
1: successful course, and maybe you save some money.
0: Saving money and getting uh, less crime because you're actually getting them treatment and so they don't really go back to a life of drugs with no opportunities beyond that, because as a felony conviction, they have no opportunities. In some states, they can't even vote anymore, including Florida. So,
1: And then the rate of recidivism is very high. Exactly. I just like saying the word recidivism.
0: <laughs> is that our word of the phrase of pays or the word of the day? I don't think, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't want to attract a
1: certain kind of listener. <laughs> <sighs> Oh man, so what else? What else? Come on. Let's get let's get some stream of consciousness going. Let's come, I like it when we banter a little bit. Come on. I mean again, so I'm not 100%, so I apologize for the you know the lower energy level tonight. I mean the cough drop and but let's get, get but some But you're but, you, juice but flow. you're
0: here and you're alive and you're you're contributing. That's that's what's important, you know. You were down. You were down. Down for the count.
1: Hard. Yes, but people don't listen just because you're there. People listen because you're amusing, or you're talking about Westworld, because... You know,
0: you know we have absolutely no proof that anyone's listening, so you, you cannot back up that statement with any proof whatsoever.
1: We have six subscribers, and they're not all us. <laughs> also, I saw the numbers. I was looking at the number. It looked like we got, like, 15, 20 listens last episode, so oh. you never know.
0: The, uh, have we gotten any emails
1: no, we haven't got any emails.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, but I I beseech I beseech our Guatemalan listeners to... Please. Por favor. Por favor. Escríbalo. a little. My Spanish is very poor. It's, it's muy malo. Um, no recuerdo. Uh, <laughs> el Espanol. Pero. Uh, por favor. Por um, favor. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Please email us. <laughs> you know, write us. Um, uh, you know.
0: I think the name of this episode should be Ted Speaks Spanish. <laughs>
1: Ooh, Ted Speaks Spanish poorly. Ted Speaks Spanish poorly.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, he was raised in South Florida. I just want to put that out there.
1: <laughs> and it took, like, two years of Spanish in both high school and college. <laughs> Uh, I used to remember.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I used to remember as well. It's one of those things, language is very much one of those things where if you don't use it, you will forget it.
1: Use it or lose it. How about use it or lose it?
0: Uh, Yeah, well, if you want to be cliched about it, sure.
1: No, in terms of the name of our podcast.
0: Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Though, usually it's you that come up with the phrase, so I tend to pick the ones that you say, even though I say some interesting ones. I usually pick something that you say.
0: Oh, for the uh, for the uh, titles. For of the one. title, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so let's
1: let's get let's go back into the swing of things. Come on, um, topics go sports
0: betting. Um, I'm for it, but I don't think I'm going to make any money on it out of it because I'll always bet against the Dolphins, and uh, I probably won't get pretty very good odds for doing that. So. Mm.
1: <laughs> um.
0: Wait, well, well, now I don't know what's Maryland like. It, are are they pretty conservative? They are they kind of liberal like the rest of the Northeast? Well, Is this that's something that we're a
1: blue state. We're a blue state. Yeah, we voted okay. Clinton, baby.
0: Okay, so then you this would be something you guys should adopt pretty easily then.
1: Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about revenue, right?
0: Right. Oh, of course, of course.
1: That's what's driving cannabis. That's what's driving gambling. That's what's driving everything because yeah. like people. It'll, it'll fill the coffers, you know? Absolutely. Speaking of coffers, <coughs> I'm a coffer. <laughs> <coughs> there as you l- go. As
0: long as you're not in a coffin, I guess you're okay, so.
1: That's the one cough I'm not going to edit out because it worked perfectly with my joke. I'm a coffer. Fill in my coffers.
0: <laughs> no, this, but, is gonna uh, be, this is going to be a three-hour podcast tonight, but don't worry, the playtime will be an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs>
1: Oh, my goodness. So what else? I mean, it seems like you got nothing. We got, we're we just not getting out of uh, second gear here. Come on. Sports betting. Nothing? It was a dead, dead on arrival, that topic?
0: No, no. I was just kind of, we're going with that. I, I, I was going to ask you, are you going to bet? And Are you going to participate?
1: So assuming they legalize sports betting in Maryland. Um, see, because the, all the betting that I want to do has to do with, like, silly, like, trivia debates or, like, stupid dares. That's really the betting I'm interested in. The fact that, like, what team's going to win on Sunday or whatever. I mean... Also, I'm not really any good at it. So that's really the key here, is that I'm not going to be any good at it. So what's the point?
0: Well, there's other things you can bet on. They'll, they'll, They'll do things like total points. They'll do things like, uh... Even things like the coin toss sometimes. And, uh... Uh, like how many catches the tight end has during the game, you know, all, the, all, all these kind of things. I mean, you, you you don't have to just do the bet up straight bet up well, win lose. You know who's going to win or the point spread type thing. You can take different side bets for things. If it happens, you know that the, they put wagers on it.
1: <laughs> can the bet have something to do with the topless cheerle- cheerleaders in Ecuador? Oh, sorry. <coughs> 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 Costa Rica Sorry
0: Guatemala it was, Costa,
1: it was Costa Rica It was Costa Rica um, <laughs> the top, Did you hear about that story The, the cheerleaders, the uh, Redskin skin cheerleaders Who were forced to go topless on their, on their journey to Costa Rica Remember that one?
0: No I have not I'm very interested in this story though Please continue
1: Well it was because like uh, One or more of them sued Because of basically being treated like shit and having to you know because the team says oh it was optional but they didn't really get that impression that really you didn't hear about this but the, it was the redskins cheerleaders. they were on a trip to costa rica and they were encouraged to go topless for a show, photo shoot oh, and really? guess who was in attendance for this photo shoot but the um luxury box owners from Red, redskins stadium really you didn't hear about this my goodness
0: no i did not
1: so, How about can we? Well, okay, hold on. Here's my question: Tell me if this counts as sports betting. If I bet on the outcome of that trial, is that considered sports betting?
0: I would, I would, I would. If I were you, I'd take the wager of settling out of court. <laughs> okay. I would take that wager. That is not something oh, ask, that any NFL to team wants. To them. To, yeah, I, that's not something in. in in this environment especially uh, in the post me too environment that's not something any NFL team wants to drag into a courtroom
1: I mean shit come on
0: if they're suing for fifty million dollars you offer them twenty million dollars right now and you settle <sighs>
1: that's that's pretty that's pretty shitty behavior
0: oh that's yeah, awful no i I, I hadn't heard the story I was like Oh, you're telling me topless cheerleaders in Costa Rica. Now that that is very that is very cruel to do to a guy. You're tell to- you start off a story about topless cheerleaders in Costa Rica <laughs> and you get me all fired up like, Oh yeah, I'm all into this. Oh wait. They were coerced by rich fucks to do it pretty much against their will.
1: Oh, right, fuck. and these are like these are not adult entertainers who, you know, uh, I, again, again. Let me be clear. That, like nobody should be coerced into you know having to do that. But like, if these were adult entertainers who were like down there willingly, and we were like, hey, did you hear about the story about the, well, I, la- no, the lady, you know,
0: no, you you told me. Did you hear about the story about the topless cheerleaders of Costa Rica? I thought from the get go it was exactly. willingly. Yeah, I'm like, exactly.
1: Oh, you yeah. thought this was like uh, something that should be on. You uh, was it PornTube or whatever? I don't know. <laughs>
0: We, I don't know names of any porn sites. <laughs>
1: yeah, sure you don't. Sure you do. I know.
0: don't know what you're talking about.
1: Okay. <laughs> but, uh, again, so this is, like, horrible behavior because these are, you know, um, you know very hardworking uh, and apparently very poorly treated employees of the <laughs> NFL and the Redskins, right?
0: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, they, they've... Dan Snyder's not really known as one of the uh great owners of the NFL, let's put it that way. So, to be honest, it's not something that super surprises me. Um That being said, yeah, that's pretty awful, and I think Um we should uh, And don't and also don't like these
1: chillers have like probably strict code of conduct or like they can't do wasn't I that's right, I, I remember some news story about like wasn't a cheerleader fired from a sports team because she posted like a racy swimsuit picture on Instagram or something? It might not have been the NFL. It might have right. been another at another level. Possible, it Might have been like college or something. But like, I, but I know that. again,
0: they do have rules. They, they're not allowed to fraternize with the players and allowed to date them or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. So they have they do in terms have, of behavior they do like upholding the
1: image of the team things like that. Yeah, so like, yeah. They
0: they get paid oh, okay. very little money. They they make shit. Oh yeah, money that's too.
1: And that's that's the real the yeah. real story here. Is that now we had an issue down here
0: in Miami where a cheerleader is. Um, I don't know if she's suing, but she was complaining that she felt pressured to leave the squad because. She was a virgin. She was, uh, she believed oh, in... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because she was,
1: she was religious and she was being, well, she was being harassed for her, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah,
0: and she was filing, I think, harassment against the Miami Dolphins or the Dolphins cheerleading squad or whatever because of and was
1: it, was it, was it Mike Pouncey doing the harassment?
0: I, no, <laughs> they, it, it was, uh, they, they brought Richie and Commito back for a little while, so. Okay. <laughs> wait, is
1: that, wait, is that, did I get the name screwed up? Which, who was the guy doing the harassment?
0: Uh, Pouncy was part of that. Pouncy was part. It was uh, Incognito was the one that took okay. the hit. Remember, we, we they cut they cut Incognito, and he went and he had a he continued to have a good career in Buffalo. He actually retired this past season. Yeah, you know, at the end of the season, but um, and uh, oh, I thought
1: he I thought he was getting into trouble. I saw some articles that he got into some trouble up there.
0: No, I don't think so. I hadn't heard. I I you know he he played almost every game. Did well for him. <coughs> Jonathan Martin like, went over to San Francisco. Jonathan Martin is the one that went that got into trouble.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's what he, right. went, Threats uh, or he something. was the right. bullying
0: victim. He yeah. went to he went to San Francisco and washed out there pretty much immediately. He was the one that just posted something on Instagram that kinda hinted about violence against people yeah, that bully. Right. That's right, yeah. I was exactly. after I don't know if it was if it was referring to Parkland or another School bullying instance, but he was kind of like posted I think he posted a picture of a gun or something like that and, right and, and then he and, got in trouble exactly yeah, yeah exactly um which makes you kind of wonder if there was much more to that story than we heard back then
1: uh, yeah I don't know you see he well, he seemed a little bit um was saying like he he was i don't know if he was sensitive or for, you know, particularly susceptible to bullying. Not that bullying's great or anything, but, like, I don't know.
0: Right. I Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I...
1: I mean, but, like, a locker room is not exactly known to be, like, like the, the most PC, club or anything. You know? Yeah, it's
0: not the most PC of environments to begin with.
1: Exactly, alpha yeah. male sort of thing.
0: Exactly. I kind of find it strange that he got to that level of, of the sport <laughs> without having gone through that before.
1: But, uh, so what else? What else is going on? So, uh, just to sum up, um, treat, what we prefer, we, we, we prefer our cheerleaders, our topless cheerleaders to be porn stars or in a movie.
0: No, they don't have Port- to be porn stars. Por- they, por- just por- have to- they just Portraying,
1: portraying topless cheerleaders. They,
0: they, no, they could be regular NFL cheerleaders topless. They just have to do so willingly at <laughs> their own free will <laughs> and not feel coerced to do so.
1: Yeah, but I prefer watching the porn stars dressed up as cheerleaders. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm saying. Because topless, come on.
0: Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, 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 I I've ne- I've, I'm funny that way. I think I've remembered every single pair of breasts I've ever seen. So,
1: <laughs> like on TV and movies in real life, what are you talking about?
0: I I have a photographic memory for breasts, like even the even the bad ones. I was at a. Uh, I was at Dude. a bachelor, I was at a bachelor party. Wait, wait hold, on,
1: hold on. Are we talking just talking about in real life, or are we talking about in the movies? In real life. Like, in real life. But yeah, okay. Because like boobs in movies, like PG. You see them in PG thirteen movies, right? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just breasts in there sometimes.
1: You okay? So you remember every boob, every pair of breasts you see in your life? Wow, huh?
0: Yeah, it's 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 amazing photographic memory. I was at a bachelor party one time, and it was in Fort Lauderdale. And, uh, of course, by that point, the whole bachelor party was, you know, pretty much three sheets to the wind, and we're walking the streets and hooping and hollering. And it just so happens to be Super Bowl weekend. And the best part is the Super Bowl was being played in Miami that year. It was the Chicago Bears versus the Indianapolis Colts.
1: Oh, that's right. The Colts won that one.
0: Yes, yes. That was Manning's first Super Bowl win. So, we were walking, and... As we were walking down... Devin Hester.
1: Come, Devin Hester opened the Super Bowl that's with a run right.
0: Bike. That's right. As we were heading down down the sidewalk, <coughs> here comes a, a couple of Chicago Bear fans. And the lady, I'm not going to lie, she was not attractive. Um, <laughs> but she saw that we were hooping and hollering and she must have been three sheets to the wind. She decided to flash us. And we just kind of stared there, sat there for a second, looked at her. And then cheered, yeah. <laughs> because huh. free breasts are always good.
1: <laughs> Except that you say that you remember every single one, but I'm really questioning what the numbers are, because I mean, I've been to my sheriff strip clubs, I, and I don't I mean I, I'm, I, is it that you remember because the number is not that great or you just have an amazing memory? Which one is it?
0: <laughs> I have amazing memory for memory. What can I say?
1: Wow, cause I mean, I mean, I think I've been doing a, quite a number of topless joints in my day, you know.
0: I, I I I don't know if I've been to a lot of topless joints. I've been to enough, so been to enough. I remember them, yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think, think I think this is
1: faulty memory. I think you think you remember them, but you're forgetting a whole lot of boobs.
0: Yeah, maybe. Possibly.
1: Big shout out to the foxhole circa 1991,
0: Orlando. I was—I remember that one. That was topless. Did only. I take, really? Did I yes. take you there? That was the time I oh went my. up there, flew up there, and we, we went there.
1: Oh my yes. God, that was like the little dive off of like, uh, I remember it was like a, a colonial.
0: Mm-hmm. And I remember every breast in there.
1: Wow. Now, does this include like, like man boobs when you're at the beach? Are you including that?
0: No, no. Man boobs don't do it for me.
1: Well, because I remember when I was a kid, like, you were, I was, I think I but was... But it does
0: include the... the 60-some-year-old German lady when I was in the Canary Islands.
1: Ew. Topless beach? Nude beach? What?
0: Uh, it's just European. <laughs> it's just European. So just... It? It's a regular, beach, no it's a regular beach. Some, oh. some women just decide to go topless, so. <laughs>
1: Hmm... Ah
0: uh, yeah, <laughs> so this is like surprising you or shocking you or no no
1: no hold on a second I just I, I just I just got an image. Um,
0: we're talking about breasts and you got an image, okay?
1: It was if it was a bad breast. I remember when I was in Vegas, and we were wandering around like all the hotels. I think I was at the Tropicana, and out back, yeah, just 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 checking out the hotels, and out back near the pool area, there was like an older, really older lady. And I think she was, like, falling out of her bathing suit. And, like, I saw boobs, and I'm like, oh, God, those were awful. Ooh, put those away sort of thing. I do remember those bad boobs.
0: Uh-huh, there you go. Told you. Told you.
1: I mean, are you more likely to remember the bad ones because you're scarred as opposed to the good ones because you're impressed and, you know, because of the enjoyment?
0: No, I think you remember them all.
1: I don't remember them all. Are you kidding me? <laughs> all, the, all the strip clubs? Come on. <laughs> and then, like, memory's faulty because my memory is going to get, like, the ones I've seen on the computer and on the movies, you know, all jumbled up. I can't. Was that, was, that a, was that a movie? Was that in real life? Who can remember?
0: <laughs>
1: Did you know? Did you know? Well, maybe you should move to New York State because in New York State. Um, going topless, a woman going topless is completely legal. Did you know that?
0: I did not know that. So, Just uh, walking around outside topless is completely anywhere.
1: Yes, they awesome. determined that it's no different. A woman going topless and a man going topless. It's completely legal for a woman to go topless.
0: I think a trip to New York is in order. We can put my memory to the test.
1: Um, but again, it never quite works out the way you want it to. <laughs> But, um so there you go so i think I think I want to keep restrictions on nudity because once you take away the naughtiness factor, it just becomes less exciting, you know, and then mostly you see the ones that you don't want to see
0: so a a a more permissive society is something you don't want,
1: right, because if just everybody's well, oh well think about it. let's just let's just do a thought experiment here, let's just say. Everybody is just walking around naked every day in Florida. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Completely butt naked.
1: Completely butt naked.
0: Do I have to see the guys as well? Yep. I don't know if I want that.
1: And people are constantly dropping change and picking it up off the ground.
0: Now, do I have to walk around butt naked? Or can I choose to wear clothes?
1: Um, I'd say you could choose to wear clothes, but you... I mean... I mean, I could even say this a step further and say like, uh, "It." Tell me if you get this reference. Do you remember the nude bomb?
0: Was that Kentucky Fried movie?
1: No, it was. It was a. It was a get smart movie.
0: Get smart. Okay.
1: Remember the and the nude as in N U D. The nude bomb. Yes. Where yeah. Maximal Smart was trying to defeat, who whoever it was, it was what was the evil organization? I it cannot s-
0: remember. Oh, I. I I haven't seen that show in so long. I don't remember. But it
1: was like it was like a TV movie, and like they were trying oh, was, to drop it. Was a, like, a, it
0: was like it was like Smursh or something like
1: that. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, they were trying to like destroy all the clothing in the world with the nude bomb. And so let's say there was a nude bomb, and um, all the clothing in the world got destroyed, and everybody was naked. You're naked. Everybody else is naked. Yeah.
0: N- Again, it would it would take
1: it would just like it would. Take away the excitement of seeing something negative you're always seeing somebody naked right
0: Well see the, here, the issue there is because the problem with this this thought experiment or the way you're going with it is now right. you're factoring other things into it. You're factoring like in, you're, well you're factoring in what your your own nudity and the self-consciousness that might come with that. Um, so that's going to automatically detract from any pleasure you would derive from seeing you know other people naked. You're also, because all the other males are naked. You're you're, you're going to be, you know, there's gonna you're going to be fearing comparisons, comparison of your body, comparison of other things, and that's going to also detract away from, you know, what pleasure you would see you would get. All right, sitting. so clearly you have body issues. I think most people have body issues. Spe- most spe- yeah. I mean, in, in the privacy of one's bedroom, <coughs> or with a few, you know, with intimate partners, what, not so much. But I'm if ta- everybody's you're talking. Everybody's naked. I don't I'm know. talking about dropping you on a city street, but naked. You don't think there's going to be some body issues that most people have?
1: But again, you're, you're. I guess you're also in the mindset of, like, today everybody has clothes, and tomorrow nobody has clothes. So, like, if you, if maybe after a while, after a year of doing it, then everybody would get used to it or i don't know
0: i mean you would have to work past the whole anxiety of it first uh, that, right. i think that's the issue that, that that's the issue that's hard to overcome let's, with your thought experiment i don't know let's, now, let's, now what, can, now what, what let's, about just you
1: visiting what about you just visiting a european beach and it's totally optional or let's, let's
0: change it a little bit what let's say right. I, i'm granted superman's x-ray vision that i can Ooh. turn on and off at will and I can determine whether or not I want to see a person nude or not. So
1: you can, in fact, see that Lois Lillian is wearing pink underwear.
0: Yes, I can.
1: May or Margot was. Kidder rest in peace. Hey,
0: that's our requiem for this week, Margot Kidder. So yes. Now, now does that work better as your thought experiment, though, before we talk a little bit about Margot Kidder? Um, okay, I mean, well, clearly
1: does, uh, does that, you'll be more comfortable. So, or yeah, does, that's fine. Or, or, I accept it.
0: Or, or is there still the issue with there's a element of the naughty or the forbidden in doing so?
1: Well, I'm asking you, because you're the one that has the x-ray vision, so...
0: Well, that, that, I think that's a possibility that, that would kind of skew this as well, is you, you're putting it out there that it's just seeing a nude person, if it's commonplace, that it takes away the naughtiness, it takes away the, the forbiddenness, of it and therefore it 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 um diminishes the pleasurability of it. If For example, let me
1: let me draw let me draw an analogy here. So let's say you're somewhere like I remember one time I took a trip to California in my youth and there was just so many attractive women and you know, they were they were clothed, but like I it was having a good time observing. And I was like, wow, look at all these beautiful women And so let's say if 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 they were all nude, meaning all the people were nude, then it would probably be the same level of like, oh look, that woman is attractive. I I am enjoying, you know, because she's very beautiful. But it, it like the whole nudity factor wouldn't be part of it. It's because like oh everybody's nude, so it's it's not the clothing or not clothing. It's just a fact. Like right now, I you know I could go to wherever. And be like, oh, like, let's say, let's bring this, like, I could go to the NFL football game and see the cheerleaders. We go, wow, those women are attractive, you know?
0: Right, right.
1: And it's not necessarily about the nude or not nude. It's, it's just, just the observation of attractive women. And I'm just saying that, well, if everybody's nude, then it's you could still enjoy attractive women, but it's just the, the clothing thing is taken out of the equation.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. But what... Would it make those attractive women less pleasurable if they were nude all the time?
1: Um, I again, my point is that I think it would. I, I like I like the naughtiness. I like the the, the fact that it's not such a common thing. It's, it's okay. So it's more pleasurable because it's less frequent. How about okay. that? Okay, that, you know the fact that seeing you know okay. what wh- what's part of the pleasure. The fact that I don't see that gotcha. every day. Yeah, gotcha. you see it every day. It's like oh okay. I just I'll get that thing out of my face.
0: So, I may like spaghetti, but if I have to eat it every day for a week, I may not like it as much afterwards.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) And which brings a full circle, because we had a bet one time about
0: that. In which I completed my part of the bet. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh.
1: Why don't you share that bet? Let's dig... This was like around, what, the early 2000s or whatever? Yeah. I I remember it was like around 2005.
0: Yeah, I believe that's... No, I... Was it two
1: thousand five? I no, around two thousand. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was like two thousand five, two thousand six. I was newly single, and what was it? What started the bet?
1: Because you were going on and on about spaghetti and meatballs as your favorite meal, and you made probably made some offhanded remark about how you could eat it every day. And I said, "You want to bet?
0: Oh, uh, okay. And was it was that simple." Was like,
1: <laughs> just that simple. It's just that simple. It's just that
0: simple. <laughs> yeah,
1: and like okay, and then we came, Of course, then we beat it to death because we had to come up with the terms of what you couldn't couldn't eat.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you I, were allowed some garlic
1: bread and a salad.
0: Yeah, I was allowed the accoutre mall so to speak. But that but was every
1: it. meal had to be spaghetti and was it spaghetti and meatballs or spaghetti and meat sauce?
0: It was spaghetti and meat sauce. <coughs> and I every meal it. for a I week. Mi- yeah mean, you did. I did it. I did it yes. And uh I went to like I remember the end of the week to, to, to finish it off, I went to like my favorite Italian restaurant and ordered it and, and ate their version. Was it, of it was
1: it Olive Garden or what was it?
0: No, no, there's a restaurant down here in Homestead called the Capri. Yeah, that, that's I mean, to just like give you an
1: idea, 60s. I remember my dad taking me to the Capri yeah. when I was like eight years old. Yes. That's how long that restaurant's yeah. been around. Yeah, so. That's like 30 years, yeah, and been, I'm lying. I think they've been around. And I'm clearly lying about my age.
0: They, I think they've been around since the 60s. I literally have. But, yeah,
1: I mean, like I said, I remember yeah. my dad taking me there as a kid. It's still there.
0: Yeah, it's still there. And Oh,
1: man, uh, I think we have a sponsor. There
0: we go. But uh, I ordered their spaghetti and meat sauce and had that... Uh, my last night of the bet to finish it off to take me home and uh i did i Three meals
1: a day for a week yes awesome in our long line of stupid bets
0: do we want to talk about what your follow up bet was go ahead sure <laughs> what did i bet you couldn't do for a week
1: so i had to fulfill a certain um uh chastity for a week <laughs>
0: But look, that's, to be polite, Seinfeld did an episode, and Kramer was yes. out after two hours. I'm out. Exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. Now
0: let me just—that my now. I wanted to see if Ted was the master of his domain.
1: If I had to, if we had to make that bet nowadays, um, I would have absolutely no problem, absolutely no problem <laughs> with that, because that's like no problem with me. But back then, I was a, I was a daily kind of guy. <laughs>
0: Well, just by... In my youth. Just by the talk of all the strip clubs you remember going to, uh, one can yeah. think that, yes, this was a... <laughs> you were not the master <coughs> of your domain, sir. You were not.
1: Oh, wow, no. That was right before I, I met my future wife. Uh,
0: and you didn't have to do it ever again.
1: You used the word have to. <laughs> Interesting choice of words. <laughs>
0: uh, uh. So, well, before we get too far away from our Superman uh, comment, you want to talk any about uh, Margot Kidder? We lost her this week.
1: Yeah, she's uh, dead. May she rest in peace. That's all I get.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? I mean,
1: I mean, she. I think she lived lived a good life. She was. Uh, you got to give it to her because she really became a mental health advocate. Yeah, and, she, had her, she had. She that had that breakdown in give the '90s,
0: and and she. Yeah. She got her life together and was very big into that. Um, yeah, I, so... I always thought she was very underrated. I um, I, I kind of pair her with Carrie Fisher as that... that. Um, proto- honesty,
1: that brutal honesty.
0: That brutal honesty and that prototype for a strong female lead. Uh, you know, Lois Lane didn't take any guff from anybody. And they've done Superman movies you know since the original one with Christopher Reeve and they've been of a varying quality um but i think the one thing that they've always missed on any subsequent superman movies has always missed on Lois Lane um you think huh Kate Bosworth was to me terrible in superman I like humor there,
1: i mean that i mean you can give me on a rant here but like that's like the that was the modern the start of the modern superhero movie in terms of the special effects. That, and the, the humor in that movie was fantastic. Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor. Oh, I mean yeah. It's wonderful. I mean, beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah. I mean, some of the special effects are dated. Yeah. I look back and I go, eh, like the scene at the end, but like, great, there's an actual story, I mean. Oh my goodness! I love that movie. Man, and I don't know if it's because of my age, or I, I saw it in the theater. No,
0: because it's 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 really good movie. And honestly, it, the, it,
1: it was the modern super movie, kind of like how the X Men from two thousand was like, like the next the next step in that, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. And and let me tell you something. There hasn't been a Superman movie that's been able to hold a candle to Superman and Superman Two. You know, since then, yeah. Man of Steel, Batman, Superman, just the. There's no... Crap. Crap. And look, I like Amy Adams as an actress. I think she's a good actress. I think she's a pretty woman. But her Lois Lane has absolutely no screen presence whatsoever. And it might not be her fault. It might be because they're just trying to cram too much in and she's not getting enough time to develop the character for the screen. But honestly, her Lois Lane could be one of any number of actresses and it makes zero impact on me. Margot, you could not say that about Margot Kidder. Her Lois Lane made a huge impact on the way we see uh, the the females in, in superhero movies and, and the role of a, a tough, strong female lead. The 70s were yeah. really, really good at that. The 70s were really good at establishing tough female leads. Um, Princess Leia. Ripley in Alien. I mean... Just...
1: Ooh, I'm afraid I have some bad news for you. What's that? I'm pretty sure that was 1980.
0: Uh, I believe Alien was 78 or 79. Double check.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Do you want to debate this a little bit more?
0: I I, I guarantee you it's 70s. It is not 1980. I guarantee you it's 78 or 79. Okay, you
1: guarantee me that Alien was in the 70s.
0: Alien. The original Ridley Scott Alien was the in, 70 was or 79. in the 70s or seventy nine. It was not nineteen eighty.
1: Okay. How if if you're guaranteeing me then you gotta you gotta put something up. I'm not it's not a bet because like I'm not willing to lose something, but if you're pretty confident then
0: What would you like me to put up?
1: Um Hmm. Hmm, it's tough. I mean, damn, put me on the spot here to come up with like terms, terms of a new bet, something to do with alien. Like, what, let's see. Have you? Well, have you seen the new, newest one? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen. It was nothing good. Yeah. yeah. Not Prometheus, but the other one. Oh Covenant, yeah. Whatever. Covenant.
0: Yeah. There. Yeah. There hasn't been a good alien. How about this? How about if alien. you're so, if
1: you're so confident, then you should. You're required to go get a tapeworm. That's the closest analogy. To an alien would be you have to infect yourself with tapeworms. How's that? Do you agree to the terms, huh?
0: If I'm wrong, I have to infect myself with tapeworms. Yes. Now you know that means I have to like ingest fleas. You know that, correct?
1: I don't care how you do it. It's up to you to figure Uh, it out. You can go order some tapeworm eggs off the internet. Can't you get like undercooked fish or something?
0: Sure. I'll go eat some sushi. From you a sketch- you I'll eat sushi eat- from a sketchy restaurant. How's that? <laughs> I'll eat gas-, com- gas station sushi.
1: That's how confident you are.
0: Yes. Now, what if I'm right?
1: I'm not that confident in the year. So, I'm not putting up anything because I'm but not that sure. Me,
0: but you should give me some type of reward. If I'm getting a, a punishment for if I'm wrong, I should get some type of reward if I'm Right. <laughs>
1: I will send you an e-card that says good job.
0: That is a shitty reward, my friend.
1: It is a shitty reward. A pat on the back next time I see you. Uh,
0: no, I I you got to come. <laughs> would you
1: like a copy of Would you like a copy of Alien on TV on Blu-ray?
0: I've got I've got the Alien quadrilogy. I got the box set.
1: Um Are you you're really too you're oh, I can absolutely make, uh, willing to, to I, ingest tapeworms? That's how confident you are?
0: I can make you buy me the Mittenbox Kenner Alien 12-inch figure from the late 70s. No. That's like $800.
1: How about no? Again, my confidence is low, so the equivalent reward would be very low.
0: Well, You're, 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 confi- you're, you're confident that I'm right.
1: Um, I'm not. Eh, am I confident that you're right? That this is. I'm not confident you're right. I'm confident that I am not sure of what it is. I'm not confident in in you being right. I'm confident in me not being that sure.
0: How about this? Let's kind of bring this a little full circle. Let's take it back. Something a bit.
1: about spa- oh, spaghetti
0: and meat sauce. No, okay. no, not that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, if if I'm right. Then you have to make a twenty dollar wager on football at a sports betting thing in Maryland, if it comes there, if and when it comes there.
1: Ooh! So when it becomes, when sports betting becomes legal, I will make a bet on you an NFL game. You have to make a game. wager.
0: It, it could be on the game. You could bet on the Dolphins, the Ravens. It could be on a game. It could be on the Super Bowl point spread. It could be on what the halftime entertainment's going to be at the Super Bowl. Well, I like but, that. But I like that. It's a twenty dollar wager. So that's
1: right, and I don't necessarily even lose it. I could. Yeah, win. you
0: could win. You could win big.
1: <coughs> okay, I'll take that when, when if and when, but if and when gambling, sports betting becomes legal in Maryland, I'll have to make a twenty dollar bet on something NFL related. Yeah, I like it. I will take that. So okay. when when did Alien come out?
0: May twenty fifth, nineteen
1: seventy nine. Okay, there you go. So, good job.
0: Yep, yep. So
1: I might, but I might win. It'd be funny because i like, Darren, I won ten thousand dollars. <laughs>
0: Then you can buy me that alien doll in the box again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. Very low risk. It's actually yeah. yeah so May twenty
0: fifth, nineteen seventy nine. Yeah.
1: So. All right. Good job. Pat on the back and e card. Yep. What else? So let's see. Margaret Kidder is dead. Yeah, I was. We were Mr. talking West about 50. strong
0: women in the nineteen seventies. Don't forget, Sissy Spacek is Carrie.
1: How about Sissy Spacek? You know, I never saw that. That uh, Terrence Malick movie. I know you hate Terrence Malick.
0: Yeah, I'm not a big fan.
1: Who do you think... Who do, you think do you hate ta- Terrence Malick more than I hate Robert Altman or Clint Eastwood as directors?
0: Um... I don't know. Maybe? Or maybe the same? Probably the same. I do... Just, I feel, just feel overrated, that's all.
1: I do have a soft spot for Popeye. With Robin Williams, it's just for some reason. But, like...
0: It was... It, let me put... Let's, the thing with Popeye is it was a fantastically casted film. And it was a wonderful portrayal of, or impersonation of the characters, but it was not a good movie.
1: Also, again, seeing it as a kid, you enjoy it more as a kid than maybe
0: growing See, up. See, you know? and the thing is, is I, I saw it as a kid and I didn't enjoy it as a kid. So that's that's what I think huh. makes it a failure. So...
1: I could like quote half of that movie right now. Cause I've seen it so many times.
0: I haven't seen I I think I have seen it twice. And and the last time she was loves probably me. She loves me not. Yeah. The last time was probably the mid 80s is the last time I saw it. So I remember uh oh, Ray Walston is his father as Pappy. Yeah. You
1: know. Yep. Who played Blu- uh, of Who course. played
0: Bluto? I can't remember who played Bluto.
1: Oh, I don't know. Somebody I've never heard of. Okay. Remember uh, obviously uh, Shelley Duvall.
0: Oh, as olive oil. Yep. Mhm.
1: Remember um, hmm, that guy from the um, "Don't Worry, Be Happy" video, as the um, as some as a a, he had a bit part. Do you remember him?
0: Robin Williams.
1: (laughs) No, the other guy. Oh, the The other guy. guy. (laughs) Not Bobby McFerrin.
0: No, I know the third guy. Yeah, I don't. The third guy from that. You remember him? No, I don't remember him in the movie. So
1: he was. Okay. I am very confident in that.
0: I, I, I'm i going to take your word for it, like I said. I. Okay. I haven't seen it since, like, the mid-80s, so... But <laughs> I did uh, remember
1: there was... What was it? Who was the brother? Oil Castor... What was the brother's name? Castor Oil?
0: Uh, Could have been. Again. There was Wimpy. I remember Wimpy. Is Wimpy the brother? Yeah. No, Wimpy's the guy with the... Was he the brother? I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for the hamburger today. No,
1: no, no. No, Wimpy's That's different than the brother.
0: Okay. So I don't remember Wimpy being her brother, but he might have been.
1: No, you're right. There's another guy. The guy who was going to box Bluto and then Rob Williams stepped in.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it was Caster. But I don't remember who Castor was. yeah.
1: And then Little Sweet Pea. Remember Sweet Pea?
0: Yep, I remember Sweet Pea. Oh, Sweet Pea. Oh, 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 oh,
1: my goodness. So, let's see. I don't know. What. We're talking about Robert Altman, but...
0: Uh, We're well, we trying to figure out if Terrence Malick or Robert Altman or... Um,
1: was it called The Clint Badlands? Eastwood. The movie it was Sissy Spacek. Was it called Badlands or something?
0: Yeah. With Martin Sheen I haven't and seen, the seen that Spacek one. I, that one I would be curious to see. I have not seen that one. I'll I admit. I'd probably watch it. Neither have so. I. Right. Now, is there anything that you liked from Clint Eastwood?
1: Ugh. Um... You have to start listening them.
0: Now, are, are anyway, we talking, before,
1: before I forget, are we talking forget, as an actor? or One are of we, my absolute are, favorite Robin Williams movies, without a doubt, is *The World According to Garp*. Okay. Love that movie. Okay. Thoughts?
0: Um, I've never seen it. I hate to say it, I've never seen it.
1: You've never seen *The World According to I Garp*. I've never seen it. No. Holy fuck! You've got to watch that movie.
0: Okay, that one I'll, I'll, I'll put on the list to do.
1: Glenn Close. Right after
0: I watch all the episodes of Westworld I haven't seen this season.
1: Okay, start with Westworld. <laughs> with Glenn Close, with John Lithgow. John Lithgow. I, oh I, I know,
0: I know the movie. I know who's in it. I just, I've just i never seen it. It's based on the John Irving book, but I've never seen it. So.
1: The World According to Garp. Also, Running With Scissors. Yeah. Those I, I still
0: haven't seen that one.
1: All right, so. Okay, so Clint,
0: Clint Eastwood. Uh. Do you dislike him as an actor, a director, or is it both? Oh, I
1: love Dur- I love Dirty Harry.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Talking about director, the director Clint Eastwood.
0: All right, um, Million Dollar Baby. Never saw it. Uh, the Unforgiven. Never saw it. Now that's good. It's got I, I would say if I'm gonna watch any du- Clint Eastwood directed movie, I would say The Unforgiven. Great cast: Morgan Freeman, Gene Hackman. I mean, that by itself. Makes it watchable It's a good movie I think I would say Watch that one And if you don't like that Then don't ever bother With anything else Clint Eastwood did Because I think that's Far and away his best That he directed Okay
1: so I just saw the one Remember the movie Firefox
0: I do remember that
1: I liked that one
0: I didn't know he directed that
1: He directed that one. Oh,
0: okay Um Mystic River
1: You must think in Russian Mystic River Eh
0: Eh Gran Torino Eh Eh Um I don't know what else he's directed him
1: Did he direct Escape from Alcatraz? He did not Okay
0: No I don't think so No he didn't Um I can't think of Anything else In recent memory that he directed So I think he just did that one That The 311 to Paris or whatever He just directed that one I know
1: Filmography I'm looking for his director too Okay, let's see let's see. He directed the Outlaw Yossi Wales. Never okay. saw it. Okay. Gauntlet, Bronco Billy, Firefox, Hockey Talk Man. He wow, he directed Sudden Impact. Oh,
0: there you go. You like that one? I'll
1: give I'll give yeah, I'll give him that one. Heartbreak Ridge, saw in the movie theater. Eh. Bird. The rookie? The, the one with Charlie. Charlie
0: Sheen, Sheen yeah. I guess so.
1: Not bad, unforgiven the perfect world bridges of Madison County never saw absolute power blah 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 spa- okay spa- I enjoyed space Cowboys. I'll give them that okay. probably directed that I enjoyed that. I actually worked on uh, kennedy's on the spa- uh the space center when he- when they were filming that, so right. uh, cool. you know when they were out there filming that like like yeah, you know, the word got around my coworkers was like hey, guess who was out there filming today, you know
0: ah I got you, gotcha gotcha. gotcha.
1: This was like in the late 90s. Yeah. Okay, Bloodwork. I actually kind of like that one. Mystic River. Million Dollar Baby. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. And uh, a lot I haven't seen. That's where he directed Jersey Boys. Eh. Well,
0: it sounds like you like some of his stuff, so I guess I like Terrence Malick. I do like a few. I I've, do like a few of his I guess things. you like Clint Eastwood more than I like Terrence Malick, so.
1: I guess that is true. <laughs> But in general, my role is, if it's a Clint Eastwood movie, yeah, you got a lot of convincing to do before I go see
0: it. Okay, fair enough. Um, I, I to the point, I, I kind of have a, a belief that, um, there comes a point where even great artists are past their prime and they don't normally do their best work in their later years. Um, I, I kind of think sometimes art is a. Younger persons, hungrier persons, kind of game, and as they get older and more established, it's it's diminishing returns. There have been surprises, you know. Scorsese has done some good stuff in his late years, you know. I I (coughs) love The Departed. I thought The Departed was great. That was, you know, but I don't know if I put that above like Taxi Driver or. Um, some of his other stuff.
1: Uh, Goodfellas.
0: Yeah, I, I I wouldn't put it above Goodfellas. So.
1: King of Comedy.
0: You know, I haven't seen that one. That's another one I haven't seen. But, but uh,
1: De Niro, Jerry Lewis.
0: No, I I know who's in it. I just I haven't seen it. So. So yeah, um, I I think I think. Clint Eastwood still making movies, but at in his eighties, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot that he makes that I really want to see. Like, I didn't really care to see the 310 to Paris or whatever the name of that movie that came out a couple of months uh, yeah. ago. I think it was a interesting artistic choice to cast the actual guys in their role. But beyond that, I didn't particularly want to see it. So.
1: I mean, I still haven't seen the Avengers, I'm embarrassed to say.
0: I did. I can't Good? Good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um,
1: I'm still, I'm hoping that it's still going to be around theaters because like it's still, it's been the number one movie the past three weekends. So it's probably going to still be in theaters next week. Hopefully I can see it.
0: Well, it, you should be able to see it, you know, for a while still, but just remember this weekend, Deadpool two comes out and then next weekend solo comes out. So you've got yeah. two talent, two challengers to the crown for them coming out in the next two weeks. That's not gonna push it. Out I of am theaters. not. I'm.
1: I'm not ashamed to say I have not seen Justice League.
0: Uh, <laughs> it. It honestly, Justice League wasn't as horrible as I'd heard, and I liked it better than Batman vs Superman. But the difference between Justice League and Avengers is pretty evident.
1: Okay. So. It's.
0: It's. It's evident. <clears throat> that it's evident that they still have a long way to go in the DC universe.
1: Yeah. Okay, what else? What else we got? Um
0: Well let's let's start to uh, wrap it up. Um you got anything well, I get, got I got one more thing. Yeah, I, I wanna one more thing I
1: mention. I got I got one uh, something from last week that I didn't mention. It's not a rapid fire. It's just one more topic that we can talk about. Maybe it'll go nowhere, but it's the concept of um what do they call it? Showrooming. So the wife and I were at Barnes and Nobles. We were We met the the relatives at some mall in Delaware, and it's always fun hanging at Barnes and Nobles. And so we're hanging, especially because we have the kids, we're hanging in the kids section, like, looking at the, you know, reading the, like, sort of, you know, going through reading the kids' books and stuff. I like bookstores. and So I said to my wife, like, well, oh, you know, did we find a couple books she might like? She's like, oh, yeah, but they're so much cheaper online. I'm like... This is the whole reason why they're going out of business. Yeah. We enjoyed spending the time here. At least buy a couple books from them. Exactly. And so, thoughts on that? Just the whole concept of, that's why, it's, we that's what's driving these stores out of business. The fact that if you Not necessarily a Best Buy, or actually Best Buy is even okay, but like one of these places where you showroom and you go online, but like Barnes & Noble is like a cool place to hang out. Yes. With, you know, you get coffee, you read the books, and loiter, and so like the idea that, you, that we wouldn't just like buy a couple little books every time we hung out there for an hour, you know? I, Thoughts?
0: I I always every time I go to a bookstore, I come out with something. Even though I can get cheaper on Amazon. And it's it's quite simply because of that if you don't financially support the things that you like, then those things that you like will go away. It's simple as that. People are bemoaning the death of Toys R Us, but guess what? Where have you guys been? the last 10-15 years you weren't buying from Toys R Us you were buying from Walmart or Amazon And well
1: actually didn't the thing that did them in was all their debt if it wasn't for them they could have the
0: the debt the the debt was part of it the recession was part of it Um, people putting off families was part of it Um, not being able to because of debt invest into things like a, a better online presence and stuff like that there's a multitude of things that led to Toys R Us falling, but I think we both didn't, didn't we mention in a previous podcast. Target sold more toys than Toys R Us this past. The Christmas? same amount. To- or, Target say, sold the same the amount same of amount. toys as so, Toys R Us. So yeah. it's obvious that people have been moving away from Toys R Us for for a while, and.
1: But people were still buying. I think that I don't know if that includes the online or that's just the in store or, or is it just Target period.
0: Uh, that's a good question. I, I don't know. Um,
1: but, uh... So, yeah, so, like, we gotta somehow... Because, like, it's too late for Toys R Us. It's too late for... Uh, what's another big one that hit home?
0: I don't know. Yeah, it's it's too late for a lot of things, you know? it's. For but let's save Barnes & Noble. I love hanging out yeah. in bookstores. If you love to hang out... Stop showrooming. If, yeah, exactly. If you love Barnes & Noble, so you gotta buy a book or two every time you go there. You've got to. Simple as that. You know... Star Wars collectors, they bitch and moan about prices for things and they want this, that, and the other. And they want big ships and they want big play sets and stuff like that. And then the company makes them and they release them and they come out and they're like, well, this is $200 and the toy collector's like, no, I'm not going to pay that. And they wait till it's 50 bucks on sale getting cleared out and they buy it when it's 50 bucks But guess what? The retailer selling it for $50 is not going to order more of a big item the next time the Hasbro goes to make it. So therefore, you're not going to get your big ships or your big play sets because you're not supporting what's already out there at the price point they put it at. It's simple economics.
1: And <coughs> just like, especially the people that actually hang out there. If you hang out there, buy something.
0: Exactly. Yeah. If you're... If you're perusing and browsing and sipping on the coffee and just reading books and you walk out just having bought the coffee, you've done nothing to help that store.
1: Now, would you be the person that says, well, I bought some coffee?
0: Uh, You've done nothing to help that store.
1: Well, no, because the coffee, that's just, when they, Barnes & Noble is just a licensee of the Starbucks. They're getting the money there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's oh, no, no, no. I'm saying so that's not a real Starbucks. They're still making money off of the so- coffee sales.
0: Not nearly enough to justify them staying, keeping those doors open, the lights on. If all you're doing is buying a coffee, they will be going out of business. How do we help Barnes and Nobles? Buy books from them. It's not rocket now, science. No,
1: no, if, no, no. It can't be that. It can't be. Can't be that simple.
0: It is that simple. If you go how in, we, you buy something.
1: How do we help a company that sells books? How do we keep it from going out of business? What, what's, this, what's the answer here?
0: Buy something. Think.
1: No, no, no. Come on. we got to put our heads together. Think, Darren. How do we save it? Do we buy some
0: coffee? Buy a book.
1: Do we buy... Wait, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. You buy coffee and you buy a little cookie. You buy a coffee and a brownie. Is that going to do it?
0: Buy two books.
1: Wait, a minute, hold on a second. Do you shoplift?
0: Buy the goddamn nook if you have to.
1: <laughs> the nook.
0: Wasn't that their e-reader? That was the Barnes and Noble. Well, it still is. Still is. Yeah. I, do they still is it still around? I actually got it is. I actually got one from my mom years ago. I, I, I think it stopped working, she doesn't have it, but uh, I got her a tablet to to read off of, but Oh, man. But yeah. Uh,
1: the Hold on a second. I have a I have a question here. Hypothetically speaking, what if I were to buy a magazine? Would that save them?
0: It wouldn't hurt. Um, it wouldn't be enough, but it wouldn't hurt.
1: I mean, I could get a paper cut.
0: <laughs> but that would hurt no, you. you. Mag- <laughs> it wouldn't hurt that.
1: Okay. So. Unless you went up to the cashier and
0: started giving paper cuts.
1: Like attacking somebody with the magazine?
0: That maybe I would
1: probably roll it. I would roll it up first.
0: <laughs> what if it was an issue of guns and ammo? Uh,
1: are you saying that guns and <laughs> what what guns don't kill people? People who roll up guns and ammo and yeah. hit people kill people. Is that what you're saying?
0: Pos- the the only way to stop a bad guy with a rolled up guns and ammo is a good guy with a rolled up guns <laughs> and ammo. <coughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, Jeez. so yes, stop stops We finally
1: after an hour and a half of second gear, I think we finally got the comedy going. <laughs> we finally did it. Oh my goodness. It took a while. It took a while to get started. I'm kinda uh,
0: Oh, I thought we by the way, I thought just got some good stuff in there. Was it, it was, just
1: just as an aside, I've been sitting here like um popping cough drops, you know, Hall's cough drops. If you actually read the package, it says you're only supposed to have, like, one every two hours. Did you know that?
0: Can you have a cough drop overdose?
1: I'm, I'm trying my damnest because I'm going to go ahead and pick up the package. I'm going to read the, the dosage. Okay. Okay, hold on a second. Here Directions. Dissolve one drop slowly. Let me emphasize, slowly. Dissolve one drop slowly in the mouth. Repeat every two hours as needed. So I've been eating one every 10 minutes and I've been chewing on it. I've been just crunching on it and eating another one.
0: You do know that if you overdose and die on cough drops that your local news station will run a story tomorrow and the title of the story will be cough drop dead.
1: Ah, that sounds like the, like the post like like the headline on the post. Yeah, I mean, the exactly. Post.
0: <laughs> cough, cough drop, drop dead. dead. <laughs>
1: Cough drop dead I was trying to think I of the think tackiest
0: had... way to you yeah, know to do that and I came up with cough drop dead.
1: Not only that, but you came up with the title of our episode.
0: Cough drop dead.
1: <laughs> is it drop or dropped? Cough drops dead.
0: No, I think it's cough drop dead.
1: I think I like the past tense better.
0: No, but that doesn't that, that doesn't segue into the actual item as well. The item is a cough drop. And the phrase is cough. drop dead. So that's why it Segway to Cough, Drop Dead.
1: Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Our latest episode, Cough, Drop Dead. Cough, Drop Dead. Boom, very nice. We're really... I don't even want to end it, because we're starting to pick up
0: speed
1: here. <laughs> this is... My because def- we're going to... You know what? I think if we continue on in the next 20 minutes, we're going to solve the whole so, Israel-Palestine conflict. <laughs> Keep going, go. Don't stop. Buy books! <laughs> that's it. That's how we establish peace in the middle east you buy a book from barnes and noble
0: (laughs) exactly then you're spending your time reading and not killing each other there you go
1: wow how many other things does that solve in terms of buying books how many other problems does that solve does this does it cure cancer Mm.
0: if you have a wobbly table it would it would help with that
1: um, What about de- tree deforestation? Ooh, that might actually exacerbate the problem.
0: Unless you use recycled materials.
1: Do we are we counting e-readers? Like you can't go down to Barnes and Noble's and buy a book from electronically from Barnes and Noble unless you have a schnook.
0: Yeah, the schnook. <laughs> the schnook. That's what it the schnook. The schnook. Is that the okay, so. is that the Yiddish schnook? <laughs>
1: Yes, the, the Jews by the schnook from uh, Barnes and Nobles. Wow, so buy a book.
0: Buy a book. That's your, that's your solution. So
1: You would think that they would have that as part of an ad campaign. Hey, if you lounge around in our stores for an hour, buy a goddamn book.
0: <laughs> well, you got to have nice customer service. You can't really talk to people like that. They might get offended, but... So
1: don't use the goddamn. But still,
0: yes. Buy a book, people. Go in there if you if you loiter. If you buy a book, buy anything. They're you know they're also selling more and more toys and stuff there now too. They're actually becoming like a toy retailer for some of these collectible things. They're, they're having. Oh, to branch how's that out. turning out for them? Well, it, they're having to branch out. They they actually they start getting shared exclusives on Star Wars items and stuff like that. Wait a
1: minute, let me see if I understand it correctly. Their business model is to be try to become Toys R Us. Is that one I'm hearing?
0: People still want toys, they just didn't want to apparently go to Toys R Us to get them.
1: Man, buy a book. book. Alright, so good. So that... That was a, a successful little discussion about um, warehouse... What do they call it? Showrooming, sorry. Showrooming,
0: yes, by, by the book. By. What else we got?
1: What else we got? You want to do some housekeeping?
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and do some housekeeping. Uh, so if you are listening to us on CastBox or iTunes or Stitcher, or Podbean... Uh, tune in. Tune in. Google Play Music.
1: Google Play Music.
0: Yes, well, welcome. I'm, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this podcast. I hope you subscribe. Uh, if you're on iTunes, rate us. Give us a good rating and increase our visibility, or give us a shitty rating, and uh, we'll work on getting it back up. So,
1: now what if they're actually reading a transcript of our podcast in book form?
0: Is it on a Nook?
1: No, uh, no, it's on a it's a hard co- It's a hardcover book.
0: Uh, are we sending a transcript of this to a printer?
1: Um, I was just working on a deal with Barnes & Nobles to get that going. (laughs) In store only.
0: In store only. Well then, by by God, thank you. I hope they get our ahs and ums and oh boys in there as well. Oh, and and all of your coughs and and, and clearing of phlegm.
1: Also crinkling of uh, Hall's cough drop wrappers, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Uh, cough dropped dead. So that's where you can listen to us. Uh, you want to tell them how they can contact us.
1: Darren and Ted at gmail.com. D A R I N A N D T E D at Gmail.com. We never did resolve the issue of you can get hold of us at gmail.net. We're not gonna we're not gonna attempt fate. Just, <laughs> Just gmail.com, gmail.com. <laughs> And what's the phrase of pays for and if you if you email us the phrase of pays you get a whole box full of crap. We're looking for a Listener Prime. We're looking for the every every man, every person, if you will, that we can like incorporate into the show. But at this point, we're not desperate. We'll just we'll just give you the box of crap just to know that somebody's. And you know, even if you if you never even contact us, we'll still just we want to know your name, and we'll we'll just direct questions toward you, and you don't even have to answer.
0: Our phrase that pays is Temple Greg Camarillo.
1: I'm sorry. What was the first one?
0: Temple. <laughs> Temple Greg Camarillo. Temple Gre-
1: How about Rabbi Greg Camarillo?
0: Rabbi Greg Camarillo, okay.
1: Rabbi Greg Camarillo.
0: Yes. Rabbi Greg Camarillo, that's our phrase that pays.
1: Very nice, very nice. So what else? You ready, you ready to do some rapid fire, or do you even have anything?
0: Um. No, I really don't have anything this week. Nothing, I, I guess, really tickled my funny bone, so to speak, so... What do you got? I can't believe I'm a little bit I'm
1: a little bit disappointed that like in all the news that's going on you didn't see a single like throwaway little little story that just like caught your I attention
0: didn't I, 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 I think I had something the other day and it just slipped my mind and I can't seem to get it back maybe <sighs> I'll it? rediscover it, it for to... the next one maybe I'll have uh. two for the next one.
1: Did I ever uh, before we end? Did I ever? Do we have like a little pop culture update? Did I ever mention that I finished watching Better Call Saul? I'm all caught up.
0: No, you did not. You did not get to that. Did you agree I, with I me that up. Michael McKean uh, deserved a, at least a uh, Emmy nomination for his performance? Yeah,
1: he was. He was great. He, he was, was great. Fantastic. I think just as great as he has been all throughout the series.
0: I yeah. I, but I think I think near the end there, especially that that courtroom uh, scene, was just yeah. fantastic. That episode was fantastic. So he. He, uh... He is definitely, uh... Stealing that show for me.
1: Um, I really enjoyed... You know, filling in the backstory. And of course you knew that... You knew that, um... Hector... Oh, don't tell me his name. Um, Salamanca. Salamanca was going to have his stroke. You know? Yep,
0: yep. It only made sense.
1: <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Caught up. Um... Caught up on Westworld, and you haven't even seen a single one. My God, it's been so good. Yeah, it's been so I good. Have to catch
0: it. I'm gonna try to binge that next week. So,
1: are you recording? What are you doing?
0: I'm recording it. Yeah, yeah. I Just okay. What are we? Four episodes, something. five episodes, something like that. Four.
1: four. Uh, four are in the or in the can.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: This 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 one this episode four was like the, like the best so far. it Just keeps getting better. Okay.
0: All right, I will. I will definitely so good. sit down and, and, and watch that. Try to get up to speed with you, so we can we can do a uh, we can do a primer, a Westworld primer.
1: Maybe like a mid-season discussion next time.
0: Maybe possibly. We'll <coughs> In talk, a couple weeks. Yeah, maybe we'll talk some Avengers. Maybe you'll have seen it by then, and I can spoil about how this person may have lived or died.
1: Yeah, I know that everybody dies, or most people die. I don't care. It's a good given. It's, his goal is for to kill half the universe. I'm familiar with the comic books. and like, I know a bunch of people die. Whatever.
0: You just don't know which people. I don't know who. <laughs> oh.
1: Well, who would I want to die in the Marvel Universe? Huh.
0: They killed the guy that ran the shawarma restaurant. That's who they killed.
1: No. Yeah, no more shawarma. Any, anybody but him.
0: No more shawarma.
1: Hawkeye. I didn't like Hawkeye.
0: I like Hawkeye.
1: I don't like Hawkeye.
0: I like Hawkeye. Because he seems so out of place with all the other superpowered people. That's why I like him, I think.
1: Wait, did they kill uh, Quicksilver by any chance?
0: They did that in the other Avengers movie. What? Yes! And he popped over in in, in Fox. He he went over to the X-Men, so.
1: (laughs) Well, he's always in the X-Men. Yeah. All right, so that's it. So I'm ready for my little, my little ha-ha.
0: Okay, go for it.
1: An article over the past couple days that said, well, let's make, you know what, let's make it uh, um, a little quiz, or a little a guessing. A what about now, guessing game? Okay. Scientists found something for, okay, question one. Let's, let's, I'm gonna, let's see how many questions I can get. Question one. What is the deepest point on Earth?
0: Um, the deepest point on Earth.
1: What's what's the deepest ocean on Earth? Now, question one. What's the deepest ocean on Earth?
0: Uh, the Pacific.
1: Yes. Question number two. What is the deepest point of the Pacific Ocean?
0: Uh, that I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting the pronunciation correctly, but it's the Trent. It's the the I think it's the Mar Mariana's Trench. Oh,
0: okay. Yes. Okay.
1: It's called sorry. It's called the Mar the. Mariana Trench. Okay. Mariana Trench. Gotcha. Question three. What did they recently find on the bottom of the Mariana Trench?
0: Amelia Earhart. Give
1: me some... Nope. Keep going. Uh, two more guesses.
0: Two more guesses. The Malaysian Airline.
1: No. Good guess. Next one. Okay. Think smaller than... Uh, an airliner. You want to play like twenty questions?
0: No. Do you actually, do twenty questions. <laughs> I don't know what twenty oh, come questions.
1: Come See, we're already through like three of them.
0: Um. So. Come on. I I can't remember what else crashed recently. Uh.
1: Okay, so, you're thinking you're thinking about the wrong thing. This is something, like, you don't want to find in the ocean. Pollution related.
0: Oh, are you talking about that big pile of plastic, garbage that's floating out there?
1: Specifically, they found a gr- plastic grocery bag in the bottom of the Mariana Trench. A
0: plastic grocery bag.
1: Uh, a, sing- a single plastic grocery bag. Wow! So let me just clarify this: there is not a single fucking square inch of the planet that we have not completely shit on.
0: Congratulations! They us. found a
1: plastic grocery bag on the in the Jesus. deepest part on Earth.
0: Oh, Jesus!
1: And even worse. In the grocery bag was quinoa and kale. Ugh. Oh! Oh, God, kale. Ugh.
0: Well, that's, that's where it does belong, at the bottom of the fucking ocean. <laughs> so.
1: I, I, I worked, like, for days trying to come up with some kind of joke related <laughs> to that bag. That's the, that's the best I could come up with. That's it. I'm sorry. I apologize. I could not come up with anything better.
0: I got one. I felt... The Trump P-tape.
1: The what? The Trump, the Trump PT. <laughs> All right. My my only other joke was, um, cool. Now there's not a single. Now you can go to like every spot on the planet, and not worry if you're gonna have sex with an ugly person, because the little joke of putting a bag ah, over yeah, there you or go, or your head or whatever <laughs> over the person's head. I should say. But
0: it really shouldn't be a plastic bag because. <laughs> you will have killed the <laughs> ugly person. <laughs> Which really wasn't the goal. <laughs>
1: also, I'm guessing if you're having sex in the bottom of the mariana trench, um, you're going to be dead from the pressure.
0: <laughs> I've always feel pressure during sex anyway. We don't need it that much. <laughs> I've only got oh. two hands, one mouth, and one penis. What do you want me to do with all four at the same time? Jesus.
1: <laughs> oh my God, it's like... <laughs> oh, that's harder than like driving a driving a, like a like a, a a manual transmission car, yeah.
0: <laughs> with your feet. you
1: were gonna clutch the steering wheel the gear shift, my god
0: uh well, on that note, I think we should wrap all it right. up
1: <laughs> all right. Did you like my kale joke? Was it wasn't okay.
0: I liked it. I liked it. It was good. It was fine. It okay. Was it wasn't great.
1: It was good. It's no uh, self-driving Volkswagen. No. no. But,
0: <laughs> <coughs> but it was good. I tried. I tried.
1: Hey. But seriously, how depressing is that? A fucking plastic it's, grocery bag in the, of, in the bottom of the ocean. It's, it's the awful. The bottom of the deepest part of the it ocean. Is.
0: It's awful. Well, we've got trash in space, dude. We have trash in space, so...
1: Wait, hold on a second. When did Sarah Palin go in his Ah,
0: place? Sarah ah. Palin jokes. So is that, is that too dated? Should I that, update my reference? That's so 2008, sir. So 2008. I don't
1: know. Who's, who's the face of trash 2018? You tell me.
0: Donald Trump. <laughs> Anybody okay. in his administration. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That guy's trash. I'm sorry. Man's trash. He's a trash person. He always has been.
1: Well, and on that note. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> is that it? Sponsors. We can't. We always forget the sponsors. Obviously, this episode was brought to us by uh, plastic grocery bags.
0: Barnes and Noble.
1: The Capri uh, Italian restaurant in uh, what Homestead, Florida.
0: Capri, yeah, that's a that's a that's a good one. Um, Guatemala.
1: Guatemala, Costa the NFL cheerleaders, and of course, Costa Rica.
0: <laughs> um. The new embassy in Jerusalem.
1: Um, Great Camarillo. Uh,
0: and every sports betting uh, palace that's going to pop up over the next few months.
1: Ooh, what about phlegm? What a specifically, specifically multicolored phlegm. And
0: the Hall's Cough Drops are going to kill you for dinner.
1: <laughs> oh, of course, Hall's Cough Drops.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: specifically, we got... Sp- very specifically... Triple soothing action, honey lemon flavor, and it expired in August of twenty sixteen. Now,
0: halls is technically not considered medicine, correct?
1: Well, what's the legal definition of medicine? I mean, it's not. It's over the counter. It's over the counter.
0: It's menthol.
1: It contains But, but ma- it's menthol. But
0: take a look. Uh, there, there's. Isn't there some disclaimer? Not used to, uh, or it's called a, a um a supplement or a. Uh,
1: uh, uh it's a, it says cough suppressant and oral anal oral anesthetic. Okay. Menthol, seven and a half milligrams.
0: Okay, that would I would say that was medicine. I saw one where it How's was this called like a supplement. Menthol. Like a dietary supplement I'm sure or something that. like that.
1: That's like uh ground up uh beetle dung <laughs> or whatever. Or like beetles <laughs> or like yak yak snout and in you know, a snail testicle. So
0: my question is, can I throw a bag of cough drops into the box to mail to somebody? In our everyday um, list.
1: You're going for- to make... Wait a minute. Did we never actually... We never actually came up with the prize?
0: If not for this week.
1: Oh my God. We were going to like escape the episode without... So with again, the phrase that pays is a uh, cough drop dead. And I'd say that... You, you want to know whether we do an empty or an actual...
0: Oh, I, was, I don't think we'll get a... I think a bag of cough drops should be okay. I think that's considered medicine. I mean,
1: could there be an allergy? Maybe somebody's allergic to menthol or something? I don't know.
0: I've never heard of a menthol allergy in my life, but okay.
1: (laughs) I mean, we're sending so many cookies that might have traces of nuts in it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Not yours, I hope. Ah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if if they play their cards right,
0: yeah. I'm sending a bag of cough drops into the box. If you're allergic to menthol, please throw it away.
1: The whole bag, or just like one cough drop?
0: The whole bag. We don't want you to cough drop dead.
1: Ah! Nah. <laughs> uh, actually, the whole bag is what causes you to cough drop yeah, dead.
0: Exactly. We can't. Dumbass! That
1: was the whole point. We, is there any too many? We
0: can't. We can't find. Well, if they're allergic to menthol, it might just be one that does it. So.
1: <laughs> I don't know if there's such a thing as a menthol. Well, you're the one that brought it up. I'm just throwing it out. I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay. All right. So. Halls. Hmm.
0: I'm throwing it in.
1: Yeah, you do what you want. I'm throwing Halls, it in. Something Halls related.
0: That's it. Throwing it in. Hopefully we don't lose Lister Prime the minute we get him. But I'm throwing it in. So. <laughs>
1: oh my God. That would be so horrible. We finally get so many emails in and then like we, we kill them. We kill them? They
0: die? <laughs> we kill them. The killer podcast. That might actually be a uh, good advertisement, huh? Let's <laughs> just see. Oh man! Well, on that note, everybody, uh, please stay alive please. and safe, and join us next time. Or hopefully,
1: don't overdose and cough. Don't drops.
0: overdose on cough drops, and until then, I'm Darren.
1: And I'm sickly Ted.
0: And you've listened to another episode of What About Now.
1: Where's the recorder
0: it's where it's always at dude stop always
1: or always the past two weeks
0: dude stop
1: okay all right i'm nervous you know
0: what you ask again the recorder's gonna be up your ass that's <laughs> where it's gonna be then you'll always know
1: <laughs> well it sounds with your headset it sounds like the headset's up your ass jesus <laughs>
0: all right you're on speaker
1: actually the, you've heard the expression talking out of your ass it would sound better if you talked out of your ass
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i'll be talking into your ass here soon so. okay.
1: okay that's, that's, fair. that's fair.